0: personal trainer I was always posting about my workouts and I mean let's be real it was bragging really it was it was always bragging about how much I was doing and how you know what I was doing was transforming my body into something that looked or at least what I judged to be more visually appealing and of course proving it all with transformation photos all the time And in many ways, as a trainer, I I really felt like I needed to do those things. Like it was my job to inspire other people to take care of themselves and get fit after all. Right? (sighs) Ugh. Now it all just turns my stomach. I'm never doing any of that shit ever again for two reasons. First, because now I see those things more clearly for what they actually are. They're not at all inspiring. And in fact, they're actually potential potentially harmful um, cries for external validation and acceptance. That's all that crap really is, really. And second, because my relationship with exercise has completely changed. In fact, I don't even exercise in the traditional sense um, anymore or in any of the ways that I used to. But that doesn't mean that I stopped moving. I still move my body every single day whenever and however I feel like it needs or wants it. And the difference for me really lies in the relationship that I had with exercise. Because exercise was always punishment, but movement feels healing and nurturing. See, as messed up as my relationship with food was for most of my life, so too was my relationship with exercise. My first experiences with traditional exercise were, as with dieting, when I was a teenager. When I learned that I needed to diet to make my body more acceptable, I also learned that I needed to exercise for the same reason. I had books and magazines, you know, back then when dinosaurs roamed the earth and we didn't have any YouTube or social media to rely on. I had these books and magazines and they all told me what exercises to do to fix the problem areas on my body. And, you know, I had a few dumbbells with which to perform set exercises and exercise was punishment. It was punishment that I had to endure to beat my body into submission, into something smaller, into something more visually appealing or something that would, you know, exercise was there to fix all of those supposed problem areas. And after spending eight years as a personal trainer, I can tell you with absolute certainty that that's a pretty accurate reflection of most people's relationship to exercise. And how healthy is any of that? As the cycle goes like this, we stare in the mirror at the weight gain or the problem areas or, you know, whatever we dislike and hating ourselves for them until we get motivated enough to, quote, fix them, Right. That's, the, that's when the cycle of punishment with another new and very short-lived exercise program starts before ultimately quitting and feeling like a failure, uh, you know, begins again. It's the whole I'll get back on track thing and then we restart that futile diet and exercise attempt, which, you know, of course means controlling intake, getting a workout in and making sure to focus on fixing all of those problem areas. Now that I'm out of it, (laughs) I can see it so clearly for what it all was. Punishment for not looking or being good enough. And then we wonder why we can't stick to it when we're treating it that way. And as with the dieting, that was my relationship with exercise. It was punishment. Punishment that I try to start every few weeks or months only to quit within a few weeks with, you know, my fears that I was just lazy and useless and unmotivated, confirmed by the fact that I had quit yet again. And then I would try again, and again, and again, and years and years passed. Then in 2007, I did actually make it stick. Desperation and self-hate are very powerful forces when they run deep enough, and by that point, mine were deep. But as powerful as those forces are, they don't drive... Healthy positive change because while I had finally learned to make the whole exercise thing part of my life, it most certainly wasn't in any healthy kind of a way. It was still punishment, just developed into a much more obsessive and corporal type of punishment. The harder I could physically punish my body and make myself ache, the happier I was, the more powerful I felt, and the better about myself. I felt, which all sounds great. Ooh, great. She felt good about herself. Woo-hoo. Except that without the exercise, when I couldn't or didn't exercise, I'd still hate myself. It was harming my body. It was beating the hell out of my body. And when I couldn't do that, I hated myself and felt like I could barely get through the day. And it created all of these physical injuries that still persist to this day. And this, you know, not everybody takes it to the extent that I did during those years, But this concept of exercise as punishment for weight gain or not looking perfect is one that I see repeated so very often in women everywhere, because it's what we've been taught. We've been taught so many unbelievably toxic and unhealthy thoughts and behaviors in the name of supposed healthy living. The entire time I was training like an animal and beating the hell out of my body for hours upon hours every day, I was celebrated. The more I made my body suffer, the more praise I got. And who eats up praise more than somebody who hates themselves? Nobody. I ate that shit up. I lived for it. And without it, I felt worthless. The more I physically transformed my problem areas, the more I felt like I needed to. The more my supposed problem areas, correction. It was all I cared about. Health or what was best for my body was never driving any of it. It was desperation to punish myself into perfection. was driving it all and if it wasn't something that would contribute to improving the way my body looked i wanted no part of it i didn't care what my body actually needed it was just about making it smaller making it better and all i got from any of that was a fleeting transformation physical transformation and i say fleeting because the truth is physical transformations need constant work to maintain or they come they are completely undone and the only other things that i got beyond that fleeting transformation was constant physical pain and lasting overuse injuries punishment and self-hate never drive positive or healthy changes but it's what we're taught We're taught if we just reject our bodies enough, if we just feel enough shame, if we just criticize ourselves enough, then we'll be motivated to start eating right or exercising. But it really just turns into a battle to punish ourselves into submission. All I needed as a kid and then as a teenager was somebody to support and fuel my own innate ability to trust love listen to and respect my body it's all any of us need it's all your own kids need right now help them learn to tune out the external noise about what they should be doing for their bodies and instead tune in to what their bodies are actually telling them they need help them stay so in love with themselves and their bodies no matter what size they are that they care enough about themselves to want to give themselves and their bodies what they need to feel their best. That's all I ever needed. It's all you ever needed. Imagine if somebody had helped to nurture those things in you when you were little. How many decades of pain, suffering, and even potentially mental health battles, would that have saved you? Close to three decades, it would have saved me. Because sadly, like everybody, I got taught... Fear of getting fat, I got taught to be the picture of health, was the pinnacle of success. I got taught to punish the problem areas. I got taught that I couldn't be trusted to make my own food choices and that I was too lazy to exercise, so I had to keep trying to force myself to do it. But the truth is our bodies want to feel good. They're working 24-7 trying to keep us healthy and sending us messages constantly about what they need and how they need to supported to to be how they need to be supported to uh, accomplish that. They want to move. Our bodies aren't lazy. They know when they need movement instinctively. They often even sort of know what kinds of movement they need or want. They know when they need rest. They know what foods help them feel their best, and they don't want to consume the ones that make them feel like crap. The entire problem we've been having with it all is all of this mess we've been taught that we have to ignore our bodies. You know, like I said, we've been taught some really unhealthy things in the name of health, like that exercise and healthy eating is punishment. As long as you continue to view exercise as punishment or as a means of making your body smaller you're going to struggle with things like constantly searching for ways to stay motivated or feeling like you need accountability tricks um, and, and just never feeling motivated to stick to it. Movement is not punishment and you are not too lazy to start being more active. You've just been taught, like most of the rest of us, that it's punishment. But you can... Learn to listen to your body when it tells you that it needs movement. And even learn to want to give it what it needs. I swear that you can and I swear that it will tell you if you just listen to it. So start by giving it some much needed gratitude for all it does for you every day. No matter how badly you treat it, it's showing up for you every single day and doing so many different things for you every single day that you're not even aware of. Thank it. When was the last time you just thanked it? Seriously. And then start reconnecting with it. That is paying attention to the sensations that you feel in your body, where you feel them, what those sensations are trying to tell you. Do you have aches, pains, immobility, weakness? Connect with it all. How does it feel to experience life in your body today? How do you want it to feel? And what one thing can you do right now to address any of those sensations you're feeling or to help move you towards the way that you actually want to feel? Now, this is a process that takes practice, sometimes lots of it, Uh, especially when you've spent decades ignoring or punishing your body, understanding what it's trying to tell you isn't always easy. And then even just caring enough to give it the things that it needs is not always easy. But when you get good at it, nurturing your body with what it tells you it needs and wants when it needs it becomes completely automatic and there is never another diet or exercise program to fall off of. It's just this constant everyday moment to moment connection that you've built with your body asking it what it needs, and then giving it that. So I want to leave you with that to consider to to think about some of those things. But I also want to leave you with four tips for helping to change your relationship with and your beliefs about exercise um, that will go beyond even just changing what you call it, right? This is going to go beyond even switching from calling it exercise to just movement. So The first one I want you to to start practicing is think about movement as a tool that you can use to re-energize and reinvigorate your body rather than exhaust or deplete it. Stay connected with your body through the day and ask it not only how it feels but what it needs. It will tell you if it wants a walk outside or some stretches to help with stiffness in its nest in its in its neck, or if it needs some rest or some sleep or whatever it will tell you. Two, think about movement as a means of support for yourself and your body. Movement can help in- enhance a mind-body connection and coordination when you use it in a way that feels natural, loving, and kind. It can be a wonderful tool for helping to foster gratitude and compassion for your body, including any limitations your body may have with movement if you use it as such. Three, think about it as a way to reduce stress, not to create or fuel it. Notice your thoughts around movement. Are they kind and accepting? Or are they judgmental, punitive, and critical when you feel like you're not doing what you, quote, should be? And then four, think about it as a positive experience that you get to engage in rather than punishment that you have to do. You don't have to ever. You never have to if you don't want to. You get to because movement can And should make life better and easier. It should make your body feel better. It should make you feel better. It shouldn't create pain and suffering and feelings of dread or guilt when you're not doing it. And when you approach movement from the perspective of just listening to your body and just giving it what it needs in these ways, rather than as punishment that's required to change your body in some way, it is far more likely to become a positive part of your everyday life because it's actively helping you to feel better, right? Pay attention to how you feel after you move a little bit and pay attention to how little movement it takes to help you feel better. Sometimes it's as simple as just a minute or two of some neck stretches can help you feel relaxed calmer and less stiff. Sometimes a five-minute walk outside can change your entire perspective on the day and fuel you with the energy that you have been craving. It doesn't have to be punitive and punishing. It can be healing and soul-filling and energizing if you approach it in those ways. been listening to Being More with Ronnie Davis. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about embodied cognitive eating training and access free resources, visit www.ecet.online.